what does good health mean to you? For me, it's a feeling of wholeness and balance in my life. I am able to take on challenges and overcome them. My idea of health has evolved over time. Health and fitness, there are different concepts attached to these words. It should be where health meets fitness. This is an idea that I first heard from the health coach, Joe DiStefano. It is about a balance. In my early 20s, I was more focused on fitness, but this can have a negative effect on your health. Health should focus on your longevity and quality of life. I now listen to my body's needs. Your body is your first doctor, as it can tell you a lot about your health. It gives you signals all the time. I now invest my time in my health and the health of others. Welcome to the practice of health with me, Charlie Tunmore, where I share my honest journey to become a health coach and I empower you to take ownership of your own health. I explore all areas of holistic health, nutrition, movement, sleep, thinking, hydration, breathing, and much more. I am currently studying the Institute for Integrated Nutrition Health Coach Program. I manage a yoga studio in London and I'm a jiu-jitsu purple belt. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode two, Free Medicine. This week on the Institute for Integrated Nutrition, IIN for short, I learned about the importance of investing in my health and I also experimented with free medicine ideas in my own life. So, free medicine. The concept is something that I really try and live by and share with others. It is about going back to basics and keeping health simple. These are habits, ideas that are free to do or at a very low cost, but they can greatly improve your health. Start with the foundations of health that people have been doing for thousands and thousands of years, rather than start with paying lots of money for the latest biohack and supplements. Health should be accessible for all, not just for the people who can afford to pay for it. Now those habits that I'm gonna mention, they're not sexy quick fixes, and some of them will be challenging and will take time, but you need to think about your health long-term. Walking nature. Think about how much of today you spent outside. How can you spend more time in nature and reap the benefits of being in a more relaxed state and increasing your low level of physical activity? This is especially important in the morning as it will help you to sleep better that night. Why? Well, because going outside and getting the sun in your body will kickstart your circadian rhythm. This is your body's 24 hour internal biological clock. And what it would do will increase your cortisol and serotonin levels and decrease your melatonin levels. Next, we've got nasal breathing. I want you now to take five deep breaths in and out of your nose into your belly whilst I talk about the benefits of nasal breathing. Go and see how you feel. Throughout human history, we've largely breathed through our nose and into our belly, our diaphragm. This is how we are meant to breathe for most of our day. However, more recently, we've started to breathe more and more through our mouth, kind of more chest breathing. 
this keeps us in a sympathetic nervous system, a more stressful state. So start to become more mindful about how you breathe and see if you can spend certain parts of the day nose breathing, especially when you're feeling stressed. On a personal note, when I started to nose breathe on runs, I was able to run faster and longer and not get stitches as often. Cold immersion. Embrace the cold. It gives you the feeling that you are alive, as Wim Hof would say. Whether this is a shower, a bath, a swim outside, it can help you to improve your immune system. This is through increasing the amount of white blood cells in your body, which protects your body against diseases. It also helps to reduce stress, increase your willpower. If you haven't had much experience before, start by turning your shower to cold for five seconds at the end of your whole shower and build up from there. Drink more water. We all know this. Drink a glass of water when you first wake up in the morning as you will be dehydrated from a night's sleep and remember to sip on water throughout the day. If you find water plain, add a pinch of sea salt, squeeze a lemon or a few slices of cucumber. Sleep. What did it feel like when you last woke up after having a good sleep? Think about that. You need to prioritize your sleep because it affects all aspects of health. It is only very recently that we've had light 24 seven. We're meant to rise and fall with the sun. So black out your bedroom, turn off all electronics at least an hour before bed. Remember that electronic light suppresses your melatonin levels and your melatonin is the hormone that helps you get a good night's sleep. So if you don't do this, you will definitely decrease your sleep quality. Also give your body time to digest food before you go to bed and be mindful of caffeine in the afternoon. If I eat too soon before bed, I often wake up in the night or won't have a great sleep in general because my body is still digesting the food and it's overheating. If you wanna, Learn more about sleep and different habits you can put in place. I definitely recommend an author called Sean Stevenson. Sean Stevenson. Fasting. This is an ancient practice. Many, many cultures and religions have used it. One of the main benefits is longevity as the process of autophagy occurs. This is where your cells cleanse and repair themselves. This is especially the case for your brain health. Also, it helps to improve your gut health by protecting the gut against the negative impact of stress and it gives a chance to rest and digest. There are many ways to fast. You've got intermittent fasting where you eat within a certain period of time, like eight hours, and then you don't eat for 16 hours the rest of the day. Or you could do more prolonged fasting, which is where you don't eat for 24 hours or longer. But make sure obviously to listen to your body and eat when you need to eat. There is no need to punish yourself. Jason Fung, that's F-U-N-G, is a great uh, doctor who's got a lot of good um, knowledge and books about the subject if you wanna go deep into that. Meditation, be here and now. Meditation will reduce stress and improve your cognitive functions. There is no one right way to meditate, most of the successful people I know in many walks of life meditate. It is not just for yogis. Another way of looking at it is that through meditation, you start to become more aware of your emotions and you can choose how you react to situations. 
Remember, you are not your thoughts. You are the person observing your thoughts. Personally, I like to start my meditation practice with a short breathwork session. This could be as simple as counting to 10 on the exhale of your breath. And once you reach 10, go back to one. Or another example would be box breathing. So you might start with four seconds, for example. So I might breathe in for four seconds, hold my breath for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, hold my breath for four seconds. So you imagine a kind of box of breath going around and around. And if you feel comfortable with four seconds, you're more than, you know, welcome to increase it to five, six, seven. But this is a great way to kind of get me grounded, especially if I'm maybe a bit stressed or running around a lot, doing some kind of breath or focusing my breath at the start of my meditation practice really helps me. Start with doing five minutes. Focus on your breath. The idea is not to have no thoughts. You know, this is uh, not even possible for Tibetan monks. Um, when, when a thought arises, notice it and then come back to your breathing. This is the, the practice. It is like doing a bicep curl for your brain. And if you're too busy to meditate for five minutes a day, you definitely need to meditate. Briefly, mindfulness can be seen as more of consciously being in the present moment during the day when you're going for a walk, swim, talking to a friend, for example. Movement snacks. How much of your day are you sitting down in a chair? And can you start to take the time throughout the day to move your body? It could be as simple as going for a walk, uh, when you go to the toilet, do a few body weight squats, or when you go to make yourself a cup of tea, spend some breaths in a downward dog. Can you even change your office environment and create a standing desk that you use for parts of the day? I'm currently speaking to you from my makeshift standing desk uh, that consists of a yoga mat on the floor, then a chest of drawers, an upturned stool, two books, and then my laptop, which I promise is safely placed on top. Get creative. I know from experience as well, ironing boards work a treat. So yeah, have fun with it. Conscious eating. Take the time to mindfully chew your food and think about the journey your food has been on to get to your plate. Chewing your food properly will greatly improve your digestion and the nutrients in the food can be more easily absorbed into your body. The saliva in your mouth contains enzymes that help to digest food. It also means that you eat less food in general. Lastly, relationships. This goes back to episode one, where I talk about primary foods and secondary foods. In our current epidemic of loneliness, what can you do to help others? Laugh with friends and family and have gratitude for the people around you. Also, if I'm ever in a bad mood, I will write down what I'm grateful for. This always helps. There is a lot to take in with all of the free medicine ideas, and I'm just giving you a summary. I could easily create a podcast on each one, so if you have any questions, send me a message. Now, my health practices for you this week are incorporate one of the free medicine ideas I talked about earlier. So we've got walking nature, nasal breathing, cold immersion, drink more water, sleep, fasting, meditation, movement snacks, conscious eating, relationships. Once it has become a habit, start to focus your attention on another area. But do not try to change lots of areas of life at once, start with one. 
and start small. For example, if you choose meditation, start with five minutes, just focusing on your breath and set a timer. You could do this, for example, when you first wake up in the morning. And I definitely find it easier when starting a new habit to link it to a pre-existing habit. When you wake up, you might automatically go and get a glass of water. And straight afterwards, that's when you would meditate for five minutes. If you have any questions, or if you just want to let me know how wrong I was about something, you can contact me at Charlie Tunmore, that's T-U-N-M-O-R-E, at gmail.com. I'm not a doctor, so please do not substitute this information for medical advice. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with friends and family to empower them to take ownership of their own health. Health is a practice, not an idea.